Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Football might be over, but NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. And the only place you should be betting on these sports is at betonline.ag. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. BetOnline has hundreds of props with real-time odds on almost anything you can imagine. And of course, the 24-hour online casino. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's betonline.ag. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to my podcast. I'm your host, Polina Edmonds, and today on the pod, I have a special guest. She was my skating coach and my mom, Mina Edmonds. Hey, mom. Hi, Polina. (laughs) So my mom was one of my skating coaches throughout my whole career. Skating is something we shared as both a parent-child dynamic and a student-coach dynamic, which was difficult to balance at times, but overall a very rewarding experience. So a little bit about her and her skating background. She grew up in Russia, started skating at the age of six, and then she went to college at Leskift Academy in St. Petersburg to become a skating coach. Mom, talk about your experience with that. In the Leskift Academy, I have uh, teachers Tamara Nikolaevna Moskvina and um, Alexei Nikolaevich Mishin. So in the uh, academy, I was studying the um, physiology, chemistry, anatomy, uh, biology. Uh, it's a very necessary knowledge when you're teaching and training people, kids. That makes a lot of sense. So in the U.S., a lot of people don't go to college to become a coach. That's not really a thing here. But in other countries, like Russia, you do have to go and learn for four years and really get quality education and information on all of that kind of kinesiology, psychology stuff so that you can properly train kids, train athletes to be the very best that they can be. Uh, What is your experience now being in the U.S. and being a coach here for the last 20 years? How do you see a difference in the way that people coach here rather than coaching somewhere like Russia where they actually have a lot of education in coaching? Uh, It's uh, two different systems. In Russia, for example, when you have knowledge, I know how to um, teach little kids or kids any age or different ages. So I know how long um, kids can concentrate, when um, they can develop uh, strength or flexibility or any other qualities. In United States, I wouldn't say it's uh, bad coaching or something else, but sometimes I can see great uh, technical coach, but I can see he don't uh, really know how to work with five-year-old kid or with 10-year-old kid or um, they thinking uh, like four-year-old kid is same like 15-year-old kid. So this is... That's definitely a discrepancy between the education level on how to coach. Yeah, and you can see this little details missing in the uh, United States coaching process. 
So you mentioned that at college, your teachers were Alexei Mishin and Tamara Maxvina. Well, we saw Coach Mishin a bunch of times at international competitions when I was competing on the Grand Prix circuit. What was that like seeing Mishin at international competitions as a fellow coach for you? Oh, it was great. And I was um, very happy and uh, on the other side, very proud of you because he was competing with his students too. So, and... um, it was great feelings and we had uh, great conversations yeah i remember him coming up to you and talking to you a bunch of times when we would be at competitions and he was always so nice to me too so it's cool (laughs) so you mentioned that there are two different systems between the u.s and russia in terms of training so upon coming to the u.s kind of describe the difference in training here in the States and versus training in Russia with kind of their camp system? Uh, in Russia, every level of skaters has their own certain time of training. Uh, they have uh, ballet training, they have conditioning training, they have um, special training, it's on ice. In United States, um, I would say, you bring in your kid to the coach, and some coaches, they even don't know about ballet training, about conditioning training. Um, they're thinking ice time will be just enough for athlete. So it's a big difference because in Russia, they uh, make system. Kind of a system, a camp for training. And in the U.S., it's really just a free-for-all with the parents bringing the kids to the rink and then just kind of paying for coaching and hoping that or thinking that that's all it is and that the coach is going to take the reins and do everything that needs to happen but uh in reality you know you have to find x y and z you know flexibility strength coaches dance coaches all these different things to create the full package for any skater and in the u.s that doesn't happen if you just take your kid to the rink versus in russia if a parent brings their child to become a figure skater they have all of that set up for them within the training system yes yes Mm -hmm. you taught me since I was two years old as a coach you have an eye for talent in sports what do you look for in young athletes that makes you see talent in them no I think first things you can see it's coordination and also ability to listen and respond Uh, I think this is very important things Gotcha. So kind of that concentration with listening and how long they can really focus during a lesson. Yeah. Talk about setting up the training camp lifestyle for me with all the different classes and coaching you found for my skating career. To have a kind of six years experience to teach in Russia, I um, kind of was ready to teach you and um, I knew that... uh, in Russia, we have a full system with dancing, conditioning, flexibility, different um, skills on the ice. So, and I try to build the system around you. It was kind of individual athlete, and I built the system around you. I try to find the best teachers for you. I involved uh, to uh, Marina Klimova, Sergei Panamarenko. They were your choreographers and uh, uh, skating skills coaches. Um, and also, I found for you uh, Maggie Ferlar. Uh, she is soloist uh, from uh, San Francisco Ballet. 
you had great uh, technical coach, jumping coach, David Glad. Also, you had uh, strength coaches, Radika and Asia Fry, uh, who was a uh, great uh, sport gymnast. So you was working uh, all your life with professional people around you. Definitely. So I had a lot of people in my team teaching me from a very young age, and I was learning multiple things all to pack into skating. So I took all these ballet classes, I took all these gymnastics and flexibility classes, these strength classes, and that was all to build my skating and strengthen whatever career I was going to have in the future. So I really like being a consultant now. I like consultant coaching when I work with skaters from all over the U.S. I myself had consultant coaches growing up. How did you go about finding the right consults for Milan? No, you know, Parina, our team was uh, pretty young and um, <clears throat> we didn't have much experience. That's why we start involve uh, Alexander Fadif and Christine S who had big experience. So, and uh, it was kind of interesting for us to know uh, what they will tell us and uh, maybe give us good advices. In other way, I was sure that we're not losing your abilities or talent. What was your experience like training your own daughter? It was hard. <laughs> well, obviously. Uh, you know, I saw your, <clears throat> I would say, talent, your very good ability, moving abilities. I want to to put you in figure skating because I know the sport. I was my... It, coaching it was my profession so i knew that i have uh, tools and knowledge to help you and even i found it for you great coaches in our team and i was making sure that everybody walk proper every coach in our team uh, they have their own plan and um, we try to stay with that very strict your skating time was very consistent we never miss any lesson. We prioritized all of my skating and all of the other elements that went into skating. I never missed anything. I wasn't allowed to miss anything. It was a huge part of my job for the day and your job for the day. Most uh, difficult uh, part, I think, it was personal part because we were mother and daughter, and it was a little bit more harder um, for both of us. Yeah, so I mean, for me, the hardest part of having my mom as a coach was knowing that I couldn't escape working hard in skating and that if I was having, you know, an off day or a bad day and I didn't necessarily want to skate that day, I couldn't just leave. I couldn't just do whatever I wanted and not feel the consequences because my mom was the coach. So even if I leave the ice rink, I'm still going to be dealing with, you know, the fact that I didn't put in the work that day if I went home. Um, and I think that was kind of a key difference from a lot of people who don't have a parent as their coach because no matter what happens with your coach, you're going to come back to your parents and you're going to get a big hug and they're going to, you know, be on your side for the most part and, you know, maybe let you slide on anything. And that wasn't the case for me. And so that actually ended up working, you know, majorly to my benefit as I got older in skating because I became super successful. But growing up, it was definitely really hard because in a way, you can't really mouth off. 
to an adult that isn't related to you, right? Not a parent, but you know, having a parent as your coach, you're going to get really frustrated and you're going to, you know, react and try to fight them because they're your parent. And that doesn't change just because they're a coach. And so I think that's probably the reason that we fought a lot when I was younger. It was because I was fighting you, you were fighting me, but you know, the parent always wins, the coach always wins. And so uh, that was a little bit difficult for me growing up. But again, it worked amazingly to my benefit as I became a teenager and and then I you know became a very high profile athlete in skating and I made it to the Olympics but what was the hardest part for you no for me also was uh, to keep relationships on the ice was uh, more difficult than everything else because sometimes he was crying sometimes he was whining sometimes he was fighting because I was the coach I knew that um I should be tough here on the ice for certain hours when you were skating. And then, after all, um, we could be fine when we go home or something. Yeah, no, I would definitely say that that's, that's definitely right. I think we had a certain relationship on the ice, and I specifically understood that very clearly as I got older and I even you know, was in high school and then I went to college. We have one very specific relationship as a student and coach, and it's very strict, and you are very tough, and you're very strong-minded, and as a parent, you're pretty soft. Most of my friends who meet you think you're just the nicest, sweetest woman, and you have a very lively and happy personality, super, super nice. Um, Everyone knows you as a very, very honest person. Uh, so it's, it's definitely a different dynamic that we have being mother and daughter and then being student and coach. But, you know, in sport, uh, uh, in the coaching your own child, it could be two ways. You, one way you're asking from your child 150% or second way you just let your child just what you wanted to do. You want to skate, you skate, you don't want to skate, not skate. Totally. So how did you how did you manage that kind of manipulation? Because I know a lot of kids can manipulate when they don't want to do something. They can, you know, say they want to quit. They can just say they don't want to do it for the day. And then a lot of parents don't want to push their kid. And a lot of coaches, they can't push that kid because they're not directly their child. So how did you manage and navigate that? Um, I just uh, saw your talent. Uh, I saw your abilities. Uh, everything was pretty easy for you, and uh, you always, even you was learning, you go through, the, went through the uh, very aesthetic positions, aesthetic movements. So, and uh, it's why also give me strength to continue and involve very strong team, involve the best people, keep going forward. 2021 for me is all about self-care and love, which means I'm focusing on being happy and feeling relaxed. Mental clarity is the first step to a better life, which is why I've been taking down Sunday Scaries CBD gummy bears like candy. When my mind starts racing or I need to decompress, I simply pop two gummies and in 20 minutes I'm in max relax mode. And there's no risk to buy. The company offers a 100% lifetime money back guarantee. If the product's not for you, that's okay. You'll get your money back. Sunday Scaries is in the stress-relieving business, not the stress-causing business. I got you 25% off to prove it. Visit sundayscaries.com and use my promo code, Polina, for your discount. 
That's promo code Polina for 25% off at sundayscaries.com. They're amazing, and you won't regret joining their squad. Yeah. Were there times where you ever wanted to just step back and let other people do the job instead of you and just kind of remove yourself from the coaching situation? No, I never thought about that because I was enjoying um, to be in that proce- process and I was always enjoying to watch you. Sometimes I was sitting on the bench and watching you, uh, how, for example, uh, your jumping coach, David Glown, was teaching you and every every minute was very interesting for me because uh, I saw how you're developing, how you go through challenge and uh, to see your final result. It was always very interesting for me. So when I got moody and I started fighting back with you on the ice, whenever I was crying and all of that kind of stuff, did you only get, you know, mad, like stubborn at me as the coach? Or did you ever feel bad for pushing me? You know, uh, mostly you was great. Uh, Sometimes you was crying on the ice, but I understand how how adult uh, that it was uh, very hard for you. And also, I know that you're tired, but um, we always go through the plan what you need to be um, finished. And we never go home. We never, you never go to bed if you not finish your plan for the day. But we didn't have a lot of ice time freestyles. So even like during the one or two hours, your practices was very intensive. And of course, I understood um, that you're tired. It was very important for me uh, that you finish your lesson. And uh, this is sport and you're always going through the challenging. So a few of the questions on Instagram from my story when I had asked. One of the questions was how to maintain a positive relationship with the athlete and your child when you're a parent. So speaking kind of on my experience, I think looking back at our coaching relationship, I think the reason that we you know, are really close today. And we were always close growing up as a mother-child dynamic um, and even as a parent-coach dynamic was because you were always 100% my cheerleader, even when you were mad at me or, you know, you were completely honest when you didn't think I was doing something well. Um, And a lot of the times that would hurt my feelings when you said, you know, this doesn't look good or this doesn't look good. I would, you know, be frustrated why you were not hyping me up as you could be but again you were the eyes I couldn't see myself and so I had to trust you know what you were seeing but overall you were always there to tell me that I was on the right track and that I was the best and that if I worked hard I could be the best in skating and you never directly compared me with any of my competitors and you never told me that I was worse than any of my competitors and I think that's a really key factor in why like our relationship never got sour Mm -hmm. even when we had really difficult dynamics with parent student coaching thank you Polina (laughs) well but yeah but what do you think about you know how we kept it positive from your perspective how do you keep a relationship like that positive no I think uh, you're right on uh, any point of this and I think it's very important for parents, um, for coaching, to see your student, uh, how great he is for himself, and uh, fully support him. And um, 
to be on and very important to be honest to your student it's also very important to be fully supportive to your kid even some days you fall in sometimes you have a bad day but uh, like parent coach you have to understand that even job is done it could be a great job or it could be job with some mistakes um, when you was like five years old um, <laughs> I was meeting you from the school and you come into my car and was sitting and crying and I asked Paulina what happened and you told me all my friends invited for the birthday party and I didn't got invitation and I told you yes Paulina people invite you for birthday party but you cannot come because you have practices and we not missing them and I understood how hard for you to realize that I told you if kids is not inviting you we will invite them and every Saturday and Sunday of your three days we had full house of kids of your friends and we always um, tried to do some fun stuff when you have free time so and I thinking it's also great reward from parent coaching to your child because I was provided uh, that fun what you was missing during the um, skating time, what is very important for me and for you too. One of the most asked questions on my ask for Instagram was, how do you separate coaching and skating life from the home and the parenting life? And I think that's kind of a difficult question because yes, in a perfect world, you would keep those completely separate and at the rink you would be one thing and at home you would be another. But in in both ways, you know, when you're young, it's kind of this game of cat and mouse with, you know, sometimes you have to talk about something at home at the rink where, you know, for me, if I was having a rough time really pushing myself to work hard, my mom would say, you know, oh, well, you know, we have this fun stuff planned over the weekend and you have to work hard to achieve that. And so those were kind of like mini goals that I would set for myself during the week that would be attainable. You know, I would get to go on a play date with my best friend on Saturday if I just worked really hard, you know, throughout this week. Um, And so that was kind of a way of blending the two lives, but not, you know, necessarily making them fully dependent on each other. Um, And then as I got older, I think it leaked in to both worlds immensely just because of my growth. And it was really important to have, you know, a great diet and having that kind of healthy food and healthy lifestyle was something that my parents also needed to provide for me at home. And so that was, that's always correlated. And in the same way, sleep schedule, you know, I have to have a good amount of sleep to be able to work hard in the morning and so in that same way your home life starts to kind of revolve around training um, but I think that my parents and my mom as my skating coach did a great job in always feeding me and fueling me super well for practices and always making sure that I had an early bedtime because she knew that I had to get up in the morning and vice versa she always knew if I you know didn't have enough of something and she would kind of pull back on training because of that so mom you can kind of talk about how you went about that yeah I think uh, it's a big plus for parent coaching because you know what is going on with your 
child and student on the same time and um, depend of that you can build your training it's kind of uh, difficult to separate your house life uh, from uh, training time uh, for both for coach and for student because we both have uh, same destination and uh, you kind of living with that but um, mostly of course after ice skating every thing should be down and uh, your other life with school with uh, your brothers sisters with your husband needs to be um, going on uh, it's very important that uh, they have balance in life not only sport in their life as mentioned yeah i think it's really important for children to know that their purpose in life isn't only their sport you know that's not what makes them worth something or worthy of their parents love and attention um you know coaching is really important but when you go home it's it's really important to feel like you're valued in your family just for being you and not you know because you had a good day at the ice rink that day Another question we had was, how do you make sure your child doesn't burn out or give up on skating? Very important uh, that your child not uh, burn out. It's uh, to have certain hours to skating uh, and taking him home and give them him uh, his own time. Extra hours, extra time to bringing him to the skating rink. It's what making them uh, burning out. Right, so you kind of have concise hours where you're there to skate and then you go home rather than, you know, spending five or six hours hanging around the rink or doing all these extra sessions. It's just going to make them start to resent being at the rink because they do want something else going on in their lives. For example, I would say about you, you had skated like one hour and I was sure that during this one hour you finish everything. If you're not finished, I will let you know that you stay in like 15 minutes one hour how much it will take to finish your job and it's up to you how much it will take of course i know that it could be burning you out but on the some way it was teaching you that during your lesson time you have to be concentrating you have to finish sometimes uh, kids just hanging out or stretching their ice time yeah there's definitely a difference between staying and skating an extra you know whether that be 15 30 minutes an hour uh, to finish whatever was in their plan for the day versus giving a kid multiple amount of hours to get a few things done and them just kind of you know skating around the rink not working in an intensive state and just taking too much time to hang around rather than really work hard and then be able to go home no, and always a big mistake of, I would say, coaches and um, uh, parents when uh, kids are learning the jump or uh, practicing the jump. So for me, it was very important that you go for trying and you're rotating. Uh, and of course, everybody wanted that you landed, but you maybe not. And sometimes it was days when uh, you never landed, but I knew that you use your all energy, all your force, and I know that you don't want it to fall too. So, but it was enough for me that your practice wasn't so successful, but it was very productive just because you still was working on your strengths and your quick rotations. But uh, I can see sometimes um, parents, um, coaches started forcing 
that because child cannot land it yet and they stretching the training time bringing them more often that he need to land um, certain very fast so this is also making kids burning out so you're learning everything step by step not by just sheer force yeah another parent asked us do you recommend homeschooling as a parent coach yourself uh, no, I'm not recommended that because I think in, um, all professionals need to teach your child how in sport, uh, for example, you're looking for a great professional coach, same things in the school, you're looking for the professional teachers who know the subjects and who will teach your kid um, 100%. And also, for example, be mother and coach, it's already too much time together and uh, I would say uh, your child needs your separation time with uh, you also. Um. Interesting. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I think having a break from not only my mom, like being my coach at the ice rink and, you know, being a mom at home, going to school for six hours and being around different adults um, that I could learn from and uh, learn about myself, you know, what kind of teachers I worked best with who I favored what kind of teaching styles and then also learning from my peers was really really important you know getting along with 20 kids in my class seeing how other kids learned how quickly how slowly you know what their different interests were what made them unique what also made me unique it was all part of that uh, package of growth that full social ability uh, to grow and learn from all of those people around you and I think at least for me, homeschooling would have put me back a lot in terms of developing a higher social level because I would have only been around skaters and even at the ice rink, you're only there for a certain amount of hours. And I would have only been around, you know, my family and then the coaches at the ice rink. And so again, I would have just been lacking a lot of the exposure that I think is necessary to really just getting that full package in life Um, that being said it's totally dependent person to person you know some people find that they thrive off of homeschooling and some people need more hours on the ice than others so um, it really is a personal choice but in our case um, it was really helpful for me to just be going to school full-time okay what advice would you give to parent coaches who work with their own kids my advice is um Never give up, not from coaching um, from coaching side, not from uh, uh, student side. It's very hard, but um, if you have own destination, uh, sometimes one side will be uh, understand that or not. Uh, I know that uh, little kids, they don't understand time, they don't understand future, and it's uh, very important that um, coach can uh, still challenge or support or push it for student and when uh, your child already becoming older he should understand that uh, both do their jobs Co- uh, parent like coach is making coaching job and needs to be 100 percent and his or her job is to be student and uh, follow direction and it needs to be his 100 uh, percent job and only then it will be um, great success even like i understand how hard is it it could be the best um, bond definitely i think you can develop a really strong bond 
if both parties, you know, both the coaching and the student aspect, they come to a realization at some point in the career. A lot of this time, a lot of that happens later, usually, just because, as my mom was saying, when kids are young, they don't really have that future timeline um, in sight. So they're just, you know, really following what their parents are saying. But once you get older and you really understand the full picture, if you can work with your parent, um, it's really the best coaching team because I, I say this a lot in interviews, but I've always thought that having my mom as my coach was both the greatest blessing and the greatest curse because yes, we would fight a lot and it would be a really difficult situation, but it was such a blessing because she was always 100% on my side, always 100% in, and I knew I could count on her to always give me the honest opinion and the best work. And in the same way, if I put 100% of my effort in, we were just such a solid team. Yes, and also you can see yourself, your success. You feel it. Yeah, you you definitely feel um, like the success that you earn is it's, it's shared. Yours. It's both of yeah. ours, yeah. It's pretty cool. Another Instagram question is, how long did you make me practice every day? Uh, you know, it's a uh, depend of uh, your child, your, his concentration, his strengths, and also how much uh, freestyles uh, time you have in your own skating rink. Um, but uh, my uh, real opinion is, uh, if you have your child can have, um, for example, thirty minutes uh, with jumping coach, um, also recommended uh, fifteen minutes with. Uh, spinning coach and maybe uh, 20, 30 minutes with uh, uh, skating skill coach, it will be around one and a half, two hours. And uh, Paulina never skated, I would say, herself. After lessons, we go home. So and she needs to do her homework and to do her own stuff. So, and um, this was kind of our um, uh, training time but it was very strict very full and uh, it was not needed to be long on the ice right so last question is what advice would you give to skating parents today who may not have you know a knowledgeable background in skating but they really want their kid to succeed they want their kid to be the best what would you say I would say um, every parent needs to be very patient to their kids and 100 success is coming from consistency. Everything depends uh, on a young age of consistency of parent, how he brings the kid on the ice skating. Very important is consistency. Also, my advice to parents, uh, have knowledge uh, look at the other athletes what is around your kid and see what more successful or maybe more older kids is doing and have example and try 
the best for your child. So learn also parents should be on the learning process. And also I would say uh, parents needs to be in very good com uh, communication uh, with uh, coach and uh, help your own child, even controlling what child is doing, not uh, basically uh, technically or something, but by amount elements, by amount time, um, what uh, your kid can make it, because I would say you bring your, uh, your kid to school and he always with uh, any teachers there, you bringing kid on ballet, it's also your kid is never working mostly like himself, he is um, under the direction. direction of the teacher. So here, after your private lesson, parent can help. And I would say I am encourage my students, parents that they will be involved in the process and they can help with uh, plan and they can follow the plan what they kid do uh, when he do it himself. Yeah, definitely. I think it's important for kids when they're on the ice, if they don't have a lesson and they're not under, you know, the watchful eye of a coach, that they, you know, maybe bring a notebook out on the ice, you know, have your plan written out and make sure that you finish everything that's in your plan. And parents can be involved in that process. They can sit down with the coach. They can make these plans for their kids in those notebooks. And then, or if the parent is at the rink watching their kid, make sure that your kid is following the plan in the notebook. You know, it's, it's important to be really consistent and to be strict on the ice because if you want to see results, if you want to see your kid's success, they need to treat skating as a job that they need to work hard at and they need to be consistent at every day because if you just come and you're doing something different every day and you're just having fun, you know, that's fine. If that's how you want to go about skating, go about sports, it doesn't have to be um, super strict. But if you want to see results and, you know, grow up in the competitive realm of skating, there needs to be a lot of consistency. Yeah, it's, and sometimes I heard when um, you was younger, some parents or some t coaches tell me like, oh, you're crazy. Uh, and they call craziness just because we were very, very consistent. We never, never miss any lesson. We were practicing in the new year. We was practicing in any holidays. After that, only we had parties and uh, we had free time. But I would say you can call crazy people when they not do anything and they just dreaming about results. This is crazy ideas, I think. <laughs> That's true. I think you have to be really realistic and to achieve uh, competitive greatness. It's very, very important that you have a very, you know, strict regimen and that you have the appropriate guidance and watchful eyes on you pretty much at all times and you know that doesn't mean that every kid needs to be super competitive uh, you know a lot of kids come to just skate and be a part of a sport community and do it for the love of skating and that's that's awesome but if that's the case if you're going to you know not come in every day and you're going to take a lot of vacations off then competitive skating probably isn't for you and, you know, everybody needs to kind of decide that on their own. And it's a huge commitment, both from a parent and a family standpoint, as well as the student standpoint. But if you make that commitment, make that sacrifice, only then you're going to really see results in the competitive world of skating. I agree. Cool, cool, cool. Well, thanks so much for coming on the show today, Mom. You shared a bunch of great information. Thank you. Thank you, Valina. 
I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast episode. Please let me know what you think. Subscribe to my channel. Give me a rating. Give me a review. Follow me on my Instagram. That's where I'm promoting this. My username is at Paulina Edmonds. And stay tuned for my upcoming episodes. Keep an eye out for them. And I can't wait to talk to you guys next week. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Save big money on your outdoor project now at Menards. We have everything you need to keep your outdoor power equipment running smooth so you can keep that lawn in tip-top shape or enjoy some time on your boat. Right now, all FVP, lawn and garden, and marine batteries are on sale through May 5th. Check out our entire selection of FVP batteries today and view our weekly flyer on Menards.com for more great deals. Save big money.